Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rohn and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Caged Vision Podcast. We have a very special podcast this week. Wow. What is so special about oh my gosh, this week's this podcast? Is the, the, well, Lisa, the fact that you have to ask, I know that you asked so that I would mention it on the podcast and bring it out in a point in a way, but the culmination of a, a decade of work that has gone digital. I mean, hello, this is launch week for a product that we've developed uh, called called Addicts. Cypress Resources um, has been using this system for 10 years. We've made it digital so that our listeners and our friends and companies that really want to achieve more can use it and we can help them without being there physically, which is which is really cool. It's a big step, big leap forward for us. And we are, we're so excited. So t- to me, this is the best podcast of the year. <laughs> it's the best podcast of the year because now we, we have online software. It's just amazing to me that this exists now. I'm so excited. We've worked so hard to put this in a format that everyone can use with their team. And it's, now it's here. Yeah, I know it's fabulous. And when we, we did a we did a workshop yesterday, a private client workshop. And you know, when we do these workshops, we are following seven steps, seven simple steps. We are walking them through seven steps. They don't. Not everybody knows it, but the outcome that they get just by us following that seven step procedure. And you know, there's a lot of nuances and details that go in to each of the seven steps. But at the end of the day, it's just seven steps. But as we, when we finish, when we finish, and you know, Lisa was leading the workshop, and I was typing in to our software. And when I said, it, it, you know, it was sort of popcorn ideas of we could create an addicts guide for this, and we could create one for this. And they were thinking about the, the structure worked so well that, man, we could use it for so many things to help us get organized and achieve more as an organization. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. We've got a lot of frequently asked questions that we are going to address. But the first sort of, it's not really a a question, it's sort of a hesitation, I think. You think? A hesitation? Well... I I would say it's it's not just a think, it's a hesitation. I think it... Is, is a hesitation. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. So here's the thing. If you're listening, um, if, if you are the CEO, and if you're not the CEO, let's say, so first, if you're the CEO, the biggest uh, concern that you may have right now is that you've got 
a vision in your head, and this is the Caged Vision Podcast. So you've got a vision for where you want to go and that someone on your team doesn't have a calculator to do math to tell them this is a wise investment of your time and this is not. So if you are on the team, you may be thinking, look how much I saved you. And your CEO or the leader might be saying, but at what cost? And that is, we, we have, well, we just finished a workshop. We started talking uh, six months ago, I would say. You did? No, they, yeah, probably so. Maybe five months ago. Oh, yeah. But they had I a workshop. They had a workshop in May and they brainstormed and they, I mean, it was a really good exercise for them. They finished partially the first step in our process, right? At the end of the workshop yesterday, we completed effectively 14 steps because we did two of we them. We did two, yes. Right? And we were on target to do three and we ran out of time. So it, what are you hesitating for and have you done math to figure out whether, does this make sense to get help, to get coaching, to use software and training to help us go faster? So let's just do a little math. I am a... Um, a recovering, a recovering CPA. I know my way around a calculator. Um, so let's say if you are the leader of the organization, just guessing numbers, okay? Let's say that you're a leader of an organization and you make $250,000 $250, a year. Just guessing, right? Sure. Uh, maybe high, maybe low. Uh, and then let's say that you have three people under you that work that make half that. Okay. Okay. And then let's say there's another three or four or five that ha that make half that just guessing numbers, right? Sure. Just add up all those numbers and then divide by 2080. And that is the hourly rate that your team is spending trying to create a system to map out where you want to go. That already exists. <laughs> We've done it. We have done it. So, well, I think what we heard yesterday from this particular team was that they had gathered together, and as Carrie said, they had successfully gotten the first two steps in the process done, you know, sort of an objective and a couple of goals, but they hadn't clearly defined what those meant. And so when we started with them and asked the first question, which was, what does this mean to you? We got a bunch of different answers. And so I, I think that working through with your team down to what's the transformational work to get an objective achieved is something that most teams don't get to. You know, they, they debate the vision or the mission or, and, and they never get down to, Hey, what are the nine projects it's going to take to make this happen? Yeah. And I think that that was, I mean, that's actually happened several times for us where we go in somewhere and they have some idea, but it's been six months since they all gathered and nothing's happened. Yeah. And yeah. then they realize, Hey, you know what? We may need some help putting this together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So think about, you know, the the cost of, you know, add up all that divided by 28. Are you at 
you know, $750 an hour, $1,000 an hour as a team working to uh, organize your thoughts and then what? How are you going to launch that? How are you going to take that? How are you going to make it happen over the next 12 months? That's just the work of strategy. That's just the idea, the creating the objective. For us, there's six more steps after that. So the first sort of topic that we wanted to address today, that's a frequently asked question. It's not really a question. It's more of a thought, frequently thought. Frequently asked thought, frequently thought. thought. Question, thought. Frequ- frequent question. thoughts. Frequent, frequent thought. thoughts. Fre- frequent thoughts of hesitation. Nice. Well we done. Yeah, yeah. So anyway... Uh, get your calculator out. Do the math. We have made it efficient for you to uh, to save money and time for your team. And here's the other thing, Lisa. When someone gets on the software and the training, everyone gets on the same page. There is no, uh, well, I've got one way to do it and you've got another way to do it. And there's five, six, seven people doing it different ways. No, everyone does it that, the same way. And there's training if they're for repetition, reinforcement, and application. So that's that's building the case for moving off of hesitation and getting on go. Next question. Next question. Or actually, first question, because this is the first oh, question. Oh, yeah, because the yeah. other one was just a thought. It's just a thought. Now we actually have real questions. Yeah, and, I, and Lisa is not feeling great, but she's a trooper. She's powering through it. You may this hear means, it in her voice. Oh, can I'm you hear it in my voice? Yeah. You can? Well, there's one of two things. Either you had a lot to drink last night. I did not. Or you don't feel good. Okay, well, maybe that's B. Yes, I... I mean, I sound like froggy when I've had too much to drink. Uh, I did not have too much to drink last night. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're at the trying to fight off a cold by taking extraordinary amounts of vitamin C. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm game for that. And ignoring the fact that... So I do apologize that I sound froggy, I guess would be the word. No, I mean, right, you know, fine. get your feelings okay. hurt. We're good. Yeah, it's the last thing I'm going to do. <laughs> so I think this is one of my favorite questions because it's something we hear all the time with teams. Yes. Is how do you break the cycle of this is how we've always done it? You know, one of my first things whenever I talk to a team is always, you cannot say to me, because this is how we've always done it. Because if you tell me that, then I'm going to tell you we're not doing it that way anymore. And, you know, people have these shocked looks on their faces. But how are you going to innovate if the answer is always, this is how we've always done it? Yeah, and I, one of the things that I like to um, to say to that, or challenge that, well, what if that weren't true anymore? Well, what oh, that's do you mean? a great question. What do you mean? Well, what if what you've always done weren't true anymore? Then what? Well, we would have to do... Well, let's let's think... The exercise is to think about wh- what if scenarios so that we can innovate. Because if... I mean, the easy thing that I like to say is if... Because I think employees and, and, we, and we're such... Uh, organizations are such process-driven. They're so process-driven these days that employees become... Uh, very accustomed to operating within a process. And so it's hard to see when change has happened within your organization. But look back five years ago. What have you done differently? How have you innovated? And you may not have thought of it as innovation, but you have done things differently. And here's the question. 
what if you were doing the same thing that you were doing five or 10 years ago, would you be a market leader? Would you be behind people? Would you be struggling to get clients? Would your clients be struggling to understand uh, what you do? Would someone be taking over uh, your position in the market? And the answer is probably so. Probably so, because bringing new value to your customers is the name of the game. There's no one that just continues to just bring the same thing over and over again, deliver it the same way. I mean, look at the postal service. We just do it the same way. We just do it the same way. Don't get Where'd me started get on the postal service. Okay, that's, I won't. That's a bad idea. Yeah, especially around Christmas time because they're going to deliver things late. Bad idea. I don't think we haven't gotten our mail. Like, it's been very sporadic. Like, well, I have to admit that I only check my mail like once a week. Eeks. Jana loves checking mail. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she. it's a deal. Yeah. Oh, it's if they a... stop delivering mail and email, because it's something to clean out and organize. Oh. Yeah, yeah see, like I checked it a couple of days ago, yeah. and it, my mailbox was full, yeah. as in yeah. overflowing full. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I just, there's no need. There's nothing that I get that is like of value. Mm. I mean, a few catalogs, but yeah. other than that, I got nothing. Ah, okay. All right, All moving right. on, moving on, moving on. Um, oh, here's another one. How do I create accountability and buy-in across the organization? That's mm. because you can create a strategy and create transformational work and projects, and then the team is like, yeah, okay, whatever. I got to do my day job, and nothing ever gets done. So. How do you get accountability? How do you get people who are like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm bought into this. Let's do it. You know, I say, we say it so often around here, to simplify and grow, you have to transfer what you know. The first part that we were talking about that our, our private client in May worked on was opportunity. They were thinking about opportunity and how can we grow and innovate? What can we do differently? It's a cre- take some creativity, some different thinking, right? Not everybody in the organization is best for that, okay? But that is the leader's job to think through that. How do we, what can we do to innovate? And then how can we break that down to achievable milestones with our team and then bring that to them? Once that's done, the heavy lifting for them moves into a collaborative state where you're defining the transformative work that must be done. Unless you do that, unless you spend time defining the transformative work, you can't transform. You can't move into accountability. That's you know the the puzzle thing we keep referencing. Where you dump, you dump. If you dump the pieces of the puzzle on the table, and then hide the picture, and then never tell anybody, you know, hey George, I need you to do the outside piece, and Lisa, I need you to do make sure that. This, you know, the house in the middle of this picture, I need you to make sure that you get the house piece together. And if you, unless you organize the transformative work, nothing gets done. And then the last part is when you assign those project owners, when you go to them and you, and, and you, and, and they know here's what, here, here's what you're going to own. And they accept that responsibility. And then you, your team, the entire team helps them think through the resources they'll need 
and you set that expectation for how and when you're going to give updates, there's no shortcut to accountability. It's sort of like a math problem. How, how do you learn how to do math work problems? Can you look at, can you, you know, read a math problem and learn how to do it? No. No. You've got to practice. Work the problem. Work the problem. That's, it's the same thing. Work the problem. So another question is, how do I prevent strategic direction or, or the plans from being announced and then have it disappear because everyone has a day job they have to get done. Yeah. This is in addition to what they're doing for their day job. Yeah, I would say the first thing is to have a plan, have a system, and commit. If you don't have a plan for rolling it out, if you don't have a system that everyone's on the same page as to how as to what they're using and and that everybody's using the same methodology and approach, um, and you don't commit to that, it's, you, you know, we've seen it. We've seen business leaders that we go through an exercise. This is where we're going. And tell the team, this is where we're going. One month later, or three months later, everything's changed. Everything's changed. And, 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 you know, and that may happen, right? There may be an acquisition. There could something there could, but month after month and quarter after quarter. Which is why the team never does anything because they're like, well, this is going to change next month anyway. So there's no reason for me to buy in on this and get anything done. Yeah. So if you are, if you are that, you know, here's the challenge. Here's the real challenge for those creative, innovative types, right? They never stop creating and they never stop innovating. Here's the thing. When you frame up what you want to create and what you want to innovate around, and you do that in a 12-month, but that's built into a three-month and a five-year, okay? Now you're telling that leader, hey, when you commit to the system, all of that creates, you can stop looking. If you believe in this, you can stop looking for shiny objects and use all of that creativity, all of that energy, all of that innovation towards this. Your team will be better, right? Because they're going to start doing this when they get in a cycle of things and the system and the methodology starts working the way we know it works. They're going to be looking for the next thing, right? And they're going to look to you as the business leader. So I think that commitment piece is just so big, so big. And it does not, here's the thing, it, it, it's not going to happen. It's not a one-time exercise, Quarterly, after quarter, after quarter, you go back to this. It may take five or six quarters before the entire team is bought into the system, right? But you think about what you've done. You've taken a, you've unlocked your caged vision. You've put it into a system. You've created a 12-month plan. You've created uh, quarterly updates that you're going through. And then each week or biweekly or monthly, you've said, this is how we're going to measure ourselves. We're going to we're going to know where we are by the progress updates that are built into the system. So when you so you okay. need to talk about that okay. about progress updates and how do you set those goals and establish product project updates because I think that that is one of the biggest opportunities that a leader has in getting their strategy implemented is being consistent with that. Yeah, well, let's go back to the first question, which is um, 
Look how much I saved you, but at what cost? Okay, unless I assign that project owner work, and unless that project owner says, um, I mean, how often have we seen it, Lisa, where the, the, the business leader says, I, I'll give you the green light as long as you bring me a plan and a case for what you're going to do that I feel confident that's going to work. It's not that I'm not going to commit funds. We'll, if we believe that as a team, we're all smart people, if we believe as a team, we, if we do these things, we're going to innovate. And then let's put money towards it. The problem becomes when you talk about something, people are afraid to ask for money because they don't have a system and a method to ask for money. And so they're on an island. They don't have the resources, right? Um, so you look up and they say, well, here's what we've done internally. And w with all of the other work that we have, this is all we could get done. And they're thinking, well, why didn't you ask for help? Right. Right. And they're thinking, but look how much money we saved by not asking for help. Innovative ideas, growth oriented ideas that they can't wait. If they're good enough, funds will be committed for them. Now, to your question about the progress updates, how do you know if you're on track? Well, it, you as a business leader, don't just throw money out there and hope things go well. Right. Weekly, biweekly, monthly your job as that business leader is to establish that the pacing of progress, that routine. It's part of the commitment to this. But we're not talking about your commitment to be part of hour-long meetings that are that are you know a thousand-line project management plans where you're going through where you don't really have a way to add value. That's not what we teach. That's not what our system's all about. Our system is about having that project owner clearly understand the responsibility, clearly take ownership for the resources they are going to need because it's their plan to be success. It's their plan for success. And then go to the business leader whenever the, the pacing of progress is set up. Go to that business leader and say, Here's what's changed, because we know every project starts with knowns and unknowns, and the unknowns, we make assumptions, and every day after that, things change. So here's what's changed. Here's how it impacts timing. Here's what I think we'll need if we don't want to move timing, and if, we, and if I don't have additional resources, right, then we're going to have to adjust timing. And that's sort of the balance. Now, if you are a project owner, don't walk into the business leader and, and just say, what should I do? And Lisa does a great job coaching people through, you want to do this part? Sure. Because you're better at it. Well, one of the things I tell people is, well, you want your team to have buy-in and you want them to be held accountable for their projects and you want them to learn to think critically to begin to solve problems on their own. So instead of having them come in and go, well, this is what happened. What should I do? I always ask people, I want you to come up with three viable options to any issue problem that you have before you come and tell me. Because by coming up with three viable options, the first option is usually really not that viable because it's usually extraordinarily expensive or, you know, there's something that's not, it's just like, that. let's fix it this way. But if you can think through three viable options, you inevitably can come up with a solution 
that solves the problem that probably works for the business and for the business leader. Mm, there you go. So, and then once you bring those solutions to the business leader, then you say, I need your help in making this decision. And that's it. As a business leader, you're the guide. You are coaching them through this process. And that, I think, is really the culmination of all the efforts. And when you do that, and when you commit to it, you're really going to get, get uh, great outcomes. Lisa, I think this has been great for this specific episode. I know how podcasts are. I know I hate when someone mentions something on a podcast that is ending the next day because <laughs> I listen to a podcast maybe, you know, a week, three weeks later. And it's kind of in my, in my rhythm of, of things. So we have a, a launch special that is going on right now, right? If you listen to this podcast and you reference the December 13th podcast, if you reference that, let us know. We will give you the special deal that is the launch special, but you have to reference the podcast and you have to share the podcast with a friend. Is that a good ask? I think that's a great ask. All right, listen, thank you for listening. If you want continued encouragement and confidence and you want a better plan and a better system for getting things done, keep listening. We'll see you next week. 